Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Of all of the forms of cancer, pancreatic is one of the most dreaded diagnoses. The five-year survival rate for pancreatic cancer is just 10%, according to the American Cancer Society. Though that number does represent an improvement over what the survival rate was just a decade ago in 2011, which was only 6%. Although the disease has publicly affected icons like Jeopardy host Alex Trebek and Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, most people still have a pretty limited understanding of it. So how is it that cancer of such a small organ can cause so much trouble? And why is the survival rate so low? First, it's important to have a grasp on where the pancreas is and what it does. About 6 to 10 inches, that's 15 to 25 centimeters long, the pancreas sits in the upper left abdomen behind the stomach and is surrounded on all sides by other, more prominent organs like the liver, small intestine, and spleen. The pancreas has some big functions, though, like creating and dispensing hormones that regulate blood sugar, as well as enzymes that help the body digest proteins, fat, and carbohydrates. When the pancreas gets out of whack, our health tends to decline pretty quickly. And much like ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer is often caught at a later stage than other types of cancer. For the article this episode is based on, How Stuff Works spoke via email with Dr. Victoria Mannix Rutzen then Chief Medical Officer with the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, or PANCAN. She said, There is no standard early detection test for pancreatic cancer, and the presenting symptoms may be vague. As a result, most cases are diagnosed once the disease has reached an advanced stage, making it more difficult to treat. Typical symptoms of pancreatic cancer, which are often mistaken for other ailments, include weight loss, jaundice, which is yellowing of the eyes and or skin, Nausea, changes in stool or appetite, pancreatitis, recent-onset diabetes, and or sudden pain, uh, typically in the back or abdomen. If pancreatic cancer is suspected, the disease is diagnosed by taking tissue samples as well as imaging tests. Most cases of pancreatic cancer occur among the older population, with 90% of diagnoses in people over 55 and 70% in people over 65. In the United States, it's more common in men than women. Although none of those risk factors can be controlled, others can. Mannix Retson said, The cause of the majority of pancreatic cancer cases is unknown, but there is evidence that age, smoking, being overweight, a family history of pancreatic cancer, pancreatitis, and diabetes may increase your risk of pancreatic cancer. Much like other cancers, pancreatic cancer treatment varies based on stage, as well as the patient's general health. In the rare instances when it's caught early enough, surgery is an option. However, patients in advanced stages are generally directed to chemotherapy. Mannix Retson said, It's not unusual for pancreatic cancer patients to initially respond well, and then to require further treatment. In fact, that's what Trebek reported. He had stage 4 cancer and was near remission in May 2019, but needed a second round of chemotherapy by September of the same year. Not all pancreatic cancer tumors are the same, however, which is why PANCAN recommends that patients have their tumor molecularly profiled. This can help to better pinpoint ideal treatment options because the treating physician will more fully understand the biology of the tumor. They also recommend clinical trials— both at diagnosis and at every subsequent treatment decision, 
which may include chemotherapy, targeted therapy, and immunotherapy. Some people do turn out to have a more benign form of the disease. Ginsburg, for example, lived over 10 years after her diagnosis. It's unknown what her type of pancreatic cancer was, but around 10-15% to of cases are a less aggressive form called islet cell tumors. Although no screening is available today, the hope is that it will be in the near future. Scientists are currently working to identify biomarkers, which are biological clues that could serve as warning signs for the early, more treatable stages of the disease. These biomarkers are present in bodily specimens such as blood, urine, and pancreatic fluid. Manix Rutzen said, There are also studies to improve upon current imaging techniques to allow doctors to see smaller indications of disease. Doctors also have to figure out exactly who would benefit from disease screening. Manix Rutzen explained, Many efforts focus on people with strong family histories of pancreatic cancer or known genetic syndromes linked to the disease. Newer studies are evaluating individuals over the age of 50 with new onset of diabetes and other clinical symptoms. If you're concerned about your pancreatic cancer risk, go to pancan.org, that's P-A-N-C-A-N.org, to find out more about the risk factors, symptoms, and diagnoses. They're not a sponsor, just a good organization. Today's episode is based on the article, Why is Pancreatic Cancer So Deadly? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Aaliyah Hoyt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 